Welcome back to the Success in Trucking podcast powered by ES. Thanks for connecting with us again to hear the latest news and updates from ES. Today we'll be presenting a special edition of the podcast as we place the focus on military veterans and some of the programs that are dedicated to assisting veterans and their families. Jason Williams, the president and co-founder of Expediter Services, will be our guest on this episode of the Success in Trucking podcast. We'll be talking to Jason about the Hope for the Warriors organization. Jason and a group from ES recently were part of an event that supports the work of Hope for the Warriors. As you'll hear, ES got involved with Hope for the Warriors at the invitation of Forward Air, one of the carrier partners in the ES community. Now let's take you to Greg Thompson, who caught up with Jason by phone for our interview. Jason Williams joins us now on the Success in Trucking podcast, powered by ES. First of all, Jason, it's been a while since you and I had a chance to chat. How are things going for you? Things are doing pretty good, Greg. It's good to talk to you again. The industry's changing. We're obviously trying to stay in front of it, and I think we're doing a pretty good job of that so far. 2022 is one of the years where we're getting back out there, and as you just said, things are changing rapidly in the industry. One of the things that's happening that's exciting is live events, industry events are happening again. And I know that you and a group from ES just got back from a wonderful industry event that Forward Air had a part in. We told folks about it a little bit in the opening, but tell us about the Hope for the Warriors event that you and a group from ES attended just prior to Memorial Day. Well, first of all, this was an event that Ford Air actually sponsored and put together, and it came out of an internal drive from Tom Schmidt and Chris Rubel and Kyle Mitchin and others trying to figure out how to give back to the community. And inside of their group, somehow it became apparent that they had a large representation of veterans, whether it be in contractors or employees. And just from, I think, sharing ideas back and forth, it was determined that they wanted to focus in on the veterans. From there, they began to look and research different types of charities or organizations who service the veterans. They wound up on Hope for the Warriors. And to be honest with you, Greg, I had never heard of Hope for the Warriors. I was aware of Wounded Warriors because of the TV ads and things of that nature, but I had never heard of Hope for the Warriors. And specifically, the effort they put into called Drive for Hope. They really focus in on helping veterans gain some mobility in order to get independence back in their life to help them, whether it be get jobs or support their families, just simple things like picking up kids from school, whatever the case may be that mobility gives us here as individuals inside today's society. So that's really what they focus in on. And you don't really know how much of a impact they have till you touch the families that they have assisted in helping them regain that mobility and independence and the confidence that comes from it and the opportunities that come out of it. And obviously in transportation, we all know what transportation does and the opportunities involved in the transportation industry from a financial standpoint. It's what we do every day. But when you see the mobility taken away from somebody, maybe to get around the house, from the house, maybe get around their neighborhood or get around their city, Hope for the Warriors has a really good idea. And obviously, they're filling a really neat niche for our veterans and their families to help them regain that independence. The other thing that we were able to do is with any charity, you want to research them. And we discovered that 90 percent of all funds raised went to a family or a service member. That's just a phenomenal number. They're extremely highly ranked by third-party auditors as an organization. 
to think that 90 cents on the dollar makes it to the point of need. We felt really good about getting in there and getting involved and supporting that effort. Jason, you brought up Drive for Hope, and I checked out the website, hopeforthewarriors.org, and in the Drive for Hope, the adapting the vehicles is something else. Their main focus is helping a father or a mother or an individual be able to get out of the house. They can take their kids to school. And one of the stories or examples that Robin used, how much time, if you're a parent with children, do you spend in the car with your kids just chauffeuring them around? And that allows you time to get to know them and talk to them and those types of things. And if you don't have that, how difficult it is to get children to put down video games or stop talking to friends to speak to parents in the house. That was kind of the imagery she used to explain what they were trying to do. It's just gaining some dignity, some mobility, some independence by allowing people to get out and live their life, get out of the home. And you can see where that does create opportunity, whether it be a job opportunity or if folks cannot drive themselves to work, if they're not in control of their schedule, how can they ever get a job that has set schedules? All the things that your mind can go to that this would affect. It's a real effort. It's not just giving money. It's not just trying to pat someone on the back. It really is doing something that's meaningful and significant. And it does have a five-year, 10-year, 15-year, 20-year effect on a family and an individual. So we felt really good, Greg, about being a part of it. We really did. Again, we did our research as best we could and felt good about being there and putting our brand next to Ford Air's brand and others, doing what we could to support our veterans. I know that Johnny Bench and there were other athletes and former athletes and some famous folks that were there. What was the best part of the event for you and the group from ES? Probably a couple of things. One, there was no business being done. This was truly not a business event. I didn't have the first vendor or potential customer try to solicit business from me. It really was about the people. It was just about coming in, highlighting the sacrifice and the commitment and the service that our military gives, making people aware of it, and just spending time with people. And that was probably for me the most enjoyable thing. It was a golf outing. I don't golf. In fact, most people expected me to show up in boots and blue jeans. <laughs> I did have long pants on, but I did have <laughs> boots on. There were no boots. No boots. But again, the people were there for the people. And that was very reassuring, I guess. It brought some real pleasure to the event for me personally, that this was not just commercialized or there's not just a commercial or to create some type of recruiting effort. Mm-hmm. It really was just about trying to give back to the community and about the individuals there. Well, you referenced it a couple of moments ago. It sounds like one of the more impactful moments for you was hearing about what the donations do, the difference that it can make in people's lives. Again, giving veterans that have come back that have been disabled, making a significant sacrifice, losing a limb or being physically damaged in some way. Hearing that the donations to hopeforthewarriors.org will help folks to have that bit of normalcy back in their lives. And hearing those stories, sounded like that was pretty impactful for you. It was. And you're seeing real people, again, with all the rough edges. Of course, Greg, you know me. I like people. I like people as they are. If you get a group of people together, you have a mess. That's people. That's who we are. That's what we are. But there's something real about it that I do enjoy. Even though I'm not a real socialite and I'm not a big crowd type of person, I do enjoy people. And so getting to see the reality of these service members, their caregivers, extended family, 
there's just a realness to it. And they didn't try to put lipstick on it. They didn't try to glamour it up. It was just real people with real needs who had made a real sacrifice. It was just good to be a part of, good to see it. It keeps you grounded, and it makes you realize that not every day is about business, not everything's about a dollar, and it helps remind you of that. Can you talk about the value and the importance for companies to be involved in giving back to the community and to be involved with groups like Hope for the Warriors? Because that is part of a corporate social responsibility, which is a big buzzword. But I know that everyone at ES has a big heart. I know that your company has a big heart. I know that an effort like this touches you and touches everybody there. So can you talk about just the importance of giving back? And as you mentioned it before, Jason, you guys do your homework, you do your research, but the value of giving back and the feeling that you get from giving back and doing something well in the community for others. I think any business has to have a moral compass. And if it's all about money, invariably that compass goes awry and you wind up in a ditch somewhere, either by the way you treat your people, the way you treat your clients, the way you treat your vendors, and a business will come unraveled. So I just think a good business person, even if it was driven by greed, would have to see the need for having some real goals, some real social goals that you want to be a part of to keep your community together. Even if you didn't believe in it yourself, it's just a proven fact that people need each other and they need to do something more than chase a dollar. So I think that's just a good business decision. But beyond that, Greg, when you have good people, you need to let people be involved with each other. It's always encouraging to know that your circumstances may not be the same. I've never been a soldier. I have family members who are across our office. We're very tied into trucking and farming communities and the military community just because of our networking. Again, when you see the reality of working every day, sacrificing for a family, giving your word and staying committed to that word and honoring that word, those things matter. And you can't lose that as a company. You can't get to just chasing numbers on a page. It's the realness of touching people and sitting down with them, breaking bread with them, getting to know each other. It keeps a business alive. And I think businesses who don't do it intentionally have a problem. I really do. I think you're a short-lived business if you don't intentionally stay involved with people, if you allow yourself to become so automated and so efficient and so numbers-driven that you lose sight of people. Beyond that, obviously, as a country, if a country does that to its military, to those on the front lines, literally, for the fact that we have borders and a nation and land to defend, then I think you can certainly lose a country very quickly, as we see happening all over the world right now. There are people, both professional soldiers as well as civilians, just having to take up arms to defend their property. It's real, and unfortunately, we still live in a violent world. A military is still needed, and there's still men and women who will answer that call and volunteer their services to do that. Our country, our businesses, individuals, regardless of your politics, it would take a blind person not to see the need to have a military and take care of them. And one of the things, Jason, I think that gets lost in translation, as you noted, I believe that the majority of our country appreciates our military and what they do. What happens sometimes and what is so great about Hope for the Warriors is that when you transition out of the military and you have sacrificed so much while you've been in the military, to have an organization that can say, hey, I want to walk alongside you, and to take a page from your corporate motto, never stand alone, the fact that Hope for the Warriors is an organization that says, you know what, 
we're going to raise this money and we're going to make sure that these folks that have rotated out of the military have sacrificed so much, have somebody that will stand with them and help them. I'm sure that you can relate to that in what you guys do through your business. Well, we can. You do try to relate to people. You know you're going into a room full of people who have different experiences than you, and you try to find some common ground just to speak to each other or to let them know why you're there. So I was privileged just to give an introduction of our company and why we were there. I just had to be honest with them, Greg. Before I left, I sat down with my wife and my four children and let them know where I was going and why I was going to be in Atlanta for the event and the fact that I was going to have to speak. My children asked a very natural question, well, what are you going to talk about? And I shared with the group that night, but honest response is, I don't know. How does a non-soldier, a non-military person tell family members and service members and caregivers How do you relate to them? How do you let them know that your thank you, your appreciation is real and sincere and that you really did come just to support them and encourage them? Again, it wasn't our event. And so you don't ever know how much you can share or how open you can be. But what I would want them to know, even for those who might listen to this podcast, we send it out and share it with different ones, that there's still families who get around a table, husbands, wives, children. Parents who still tell their kids what the military stands for, tell their kids to be thankful, still tell them and raise them to tip their hat to our service members, both figuratively and literally, that they sit in a place of honor. They ought to be commended for life for what they were willing to do and what they did do. And honestly, Greg, that there's still families who gather together and are thankful and pray on purpose for our military, pray for their safety, pray for their keeping, pray for those who have struggled or who have sacrificed either their lives and the living who are left to deal with that or their bodies and the fact that they have to live with missing an arm or a leg or what have you, some type of impairment that came from that commitment. And that those are real. And all over our country, there are still people who really do appreciate and value that and want to have opportunities to support them, which is why Hope for the Warriors is so good for organizations. We need organizations like that who will pass the money through and do it in a meaningful way because most of us don't really know how to give. If it's not our own family member, we really don't know how to give our money or our resources to the need to where it can do some good. And you need good quality organizations like Hope for the Warriors who can do that, who have the expertise and the desire and the drive and the integrity to be disciplined enough and honest enough to let the money go where it needs to go. So I'm telling you, it's always a blessing to be involved with people of that nature. And it does give you an outlet to do what's in your heart to do. And I think that people would be surprised how many everyday American citizens would like to get involved and just don't know how, don't know where, don't know who to trust their money with to use it properly. These type of events are priceless. They really are. It's great to be a part of it. We plan to continue to be a part of it. It's set to be an annual event. We were asked and we were very honored to be asked to hold our position and support it again next year. And the good Lord willing, we're committed to do so, and we plan on still being here and being profitable as a company, obviously. We're excited about getting the opportunity to do this not once, but it becoming a yearly event that we can support and continue to bless these service members. First of all, Jason, that's wonderful. And you mentioned this, and we mentioned it in the opening. This was a Ford Air event. I'd like for you to talk about Ford Air and their commitment to veterans through their Operation Ford Freedom Initiative. I know we talked about it a little bit, but I wanted you to dive in just a little bit more if you would. 
Well, I'm a strong believer that if you're going to do something and it carry meaning, it has to be on purpose. It has to be something that you intend to do. At times, we accidentally do the right thing, but it's not repeatable. That's not the case with this. There was intention behind it. There was effort put into it. It was supposed to have taken place over two years ago, and they stayed dedicated to the idea to carry it all the way through COVID and bring it to fruition here in 2022. So I don't know what else you can say to show their dedication and their commitment to making this happen beyond the hurdle they had to get through just to hold the event. So I believe that same dedication and commitment will show itself year after year after year. And it also shows the hearts and the minds of the people involved that they were not doing this, again, for a commercial or a photo op. They were doing it because they wanted to be involved. They wanted to give back. I'm sure that there'll be other podcasts or things of that nature come out of it to let the industry know what's going on and hopefully more get involved that it can continue to grow. I will tell you this, Greg, from my understanding from Hope for the Warriors, this is the single largest event they've ever had, that they raised $375,000 at this event. And that's the largest individual fundraising event they've ever put on. So it was phenomenal to be a part of, and it speaks to Ford Air's intentions and dedication to making it happen. I saw on LinkedIn that Ryan Gilliam had the check for $375,000, and I thought, wow, that is making something happen. And it had to be a thrill for you guys to be a part of it, to be around what was happening as we've shared. It had to give you a good feeling walking away from that. Well, it does. The industry is obviously going through some crazy times. Without naming names, wouldn't want to slight anybody, but just so that it highlights those companies who did show up and participate, that there were those with the industry going through some down cycles with freight and rates and trucks not being delivered who had to pull out. I'm sure some had to pull out because financially they needed to. Some pulled out because they're conserving cash. But for those who showed up, they gave in a time where there's a lot of uncertainty in the industry right now. And again, if you want to see and look into the hearts and the minds of those who are there, this is not the best of times today. A year ago, it would have been great. Most people would have been given out of big profit years. We're in the start of a change in industry. Most companies, again, are trying to conserve cash. They're cutting expenses. They're getting prepared for what could be a drawdown as far as the size and the growth that we're facing as an industry. And yet this event went forward. And individuals still showed up and put their money out there, even at times where it may have been done out of need. So I thought it was a great event, Greg. I really did. I was glad to be a part of it. Again, good Lord willing, we'll be back there next year. We intend to support this as often as we can. And I'm glad you mentioned it. One of the great things about this event, two years in the making, and then it happens right prior to Memorial Day. And knowing that we're recording this interview as we approach Memorial Day. Is there anything else you'd like to share with veterans that are in the ES community or families of veterans who may be listening to us? Greg, I guess maybe just to summarize something I've already said, wish I could have gone into more detail and maybe I should have when I was there in person in Atlanta, but not knowing the crowd, I probably held back more than I should have. But just being honest with service members and their families that what you see on the news isn't maybe a real representation of what the everyday American feels. All the divide, all the racial divide and the politics and the different scandals going on that I know that most of the people I talk to are committed. They're more than appreciative. I do know, and I can't emphasize this enough, I do know that there's still families who call out the military's names in prayer, the military itself and those that they know by name, and ask that they be blessed, they be kept, 
they be looked after, that somehow as a country we would show them the honor and the respect they deserve, and that they get their needs met as they come back into society. It may not always come through. A lot of us may not know how to get involved or where to get involved, but I do believe that these veterans and family members are more appreciated and thought of more often than they have any comprehension. I think our country and our individuals, if they had the chance, would prove themselves over and over and over again. And hopefully that's what this event sends to those families. They're not alone. They're not isolated. Their day-to-day life is hard, and the sacrifices they made and continue to make for the commitment that they gave to this country is real. There's no way to gloss over it. There's no way at times to make it pretty. Sometimes their days are ugly and rough and harsh, and they have to live through it long after they come home from the battlefield. But I would want them to know that there are people who still are extremely thankful and still do what they can to help and support. And that we were very grateful to be able to be a part of that. That's Jason Williams with his closing comments on this edition of the Success in Trucking podcast. As we mentioned at the top of the podcast, Jason is the president and co-founder of Expediter Services. Once again, we'd like to thank Jason for sharing his time and perspective with us on this podcast. If you would like to learn more about Hope for the Warriors and the great work being done by this nonprofit organization, please visit hopeforthewarriors.org. That web address again, hopeforthewarriors.org. Finally, thanks for spending part of your day with us on the Success in Trucking podcast powered by ES. As always, ES reminds all professional drivers to stay safe out of the nation's roads and highways as you keep the American economy on the move.